through 18. And there were in the same country, shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, an angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were very much afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a heavenly, a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them unto heaven, the angels said in one another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and a babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the prophets. Father, how we do thank you for the Christmas story that's fresh and it's always new. And Lord, I thank you for the shepherds who heard and who followed their leading and came and saw Mary and Joseph and the baby. Lord, I just thank you for your holy word, God, and I thank you that I don't have to be convinced today that it is a true word of God. Lord, I thank you for the knowledge you've given men of old to record your holy word. I pray that you bless now, and we'll thank you for all you do. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Augustus Caesar was ruling in these days, but God was in control. And he used Caesar's ruling to move Mary and Joseph some 80 miles from Nazareth to Bethlehem to carry out the will of God. You know, today, the will of God is still being done. That's why it's so important to be saved. That's why it's so important to find out what God wants you to do and just go do it. We don't have to have an explanation. I didn't ask God why. I just knew that what he wanted and I needed to do it. And I still constantly, Lord, what else would you have me do? Where else would you have me to go? And it's my responsibility to God, who is my heavenly father, and to Jesus, who is my savior, to obey the word of God. So I thought, you know, hey, it's the Christmas story. It's over and over. And it's, it's always a precious thing to read and to know that it is a true word of God. And everything that we read happened just like the angels said, just like the shepherds said. And so I thought, well, what kind of title can I give this? Many titles have been given. But I've never given this title before. Just simply, let's go see the baby. Because that's what they said. Let's go see this thing which has come to pass. And I think about when I, when I thought about let's go see the baby, I thought about this. How many people in our community uh, are being invited to this church and who maybe on a given Lord's Day might say, let's go check out First Baptist. 
Well, what are they going to find when they get here? I'm going to tell you what they're going to find. Some of you are going to laugh. Some of you are going to cry. Some of you are going to say, oh, me. But let me tell you what I feel that they find when they come to First Baptist. And I ask the question, what kind of baby are we? What kind of baby are we? <clears throat> you know, we have some babies in our midst. Now, some of those babies, you can reach out and that baby will come right to you, no problem. No problem whatsoever, no crying. Just take right to you. And it excites people. <clears throat> it excites people when they say, you know, he just come right to me. Just like he knew me, you know. And I think about that when people come um, into our midst. What kind of baby are we? Do we just receive them right in and love them and say, we are so glad you're here? And that's the way it should be. We should be good babies in the Lord Jesus Christ. But I also thought about, when I thought about what kind of baby are we, not only are some of us good babies, but some of us are whining babies. We whine about everything. Why did they move them porn shadows? I, I gave that in memory and honor and on and on and on and on. They've moved the manger scene. It's supposed to be the center. And they've moved the manger scene. Well, where's the preacher at this morning? Well, if you didn't know where the preacher was and if you didn't know what went on this week, you need to check your all-call system. But, you know, people whine. I'm not going back to that church because, hey, from the time I walked in and I left, I just heard one after another whispering and whining about what's going on. You know, what kind of baby are we? Are we a good baby or are we a whining baby? And yeah, some of us are pacifying babies, you know. Just give him something to gnaw on. You know, his babies cry, cry, cry. Get, has anybody seen the pacifier? You know, and it's spit the thing out and hits the dirty floor, pick it up, lick it off, stick it back in their mouth. You know, how many of us would do that, okay? Hey, don't spit on my pacifier. You know, and people go to whining. Has anybody seen my pacifier? Well, has anybody seen my Mountain Dew? You know, hey, and, and we, we do that. We think, I've got to have it my way. If I don't have it my way, uh, then I'm, I'm not coming back. I'm not a good baby. I'm a whining baby, and I'm a pacifying baby. But I'm going to tell you, I feel like that the Lord Jesus Christ wants us to be a good baby for him. Now, the Bible doesn't say that when the shepherds came, they saw Mary and, and Joseph and the baby that, that Jesus was laying there whining and crying, okay? He was a good baby. And I think about us. What kind of baby are we? When people say, hey, let's go check out First Baptist, what kind of baby are they going to find when they get here? Secondly, the Bible says that they found the baby and uh, he was wrapped. And swaddling claws. The Bible says that they would find him. So there was no mistake about it. When they found Joseph and Mary, they saw the baby wrapped in these claws. So I thought, well, I'll just take the word claws and look at it. 
You know, what are we wrapped in? Hopefully we're wrapped in clean, good, smelling clothes. Okay? You know, how many times do we pull a suit out or a shirt out or anything else out and go to smelling of it, you know? (laughs) If I've got a smell of it, evidently it's not clean, so I don't need to wear it, okay? I say, how many times are you going to wear it before you wash it? Well, you wear your clothes out when you wash them, but we need to have on good, clean, smelling clothes. Hello? I don't move over if you're not smelling just right. I think about those clothes, not only clean and smelling clothes, but I think of loving clothes. Do people like what you have on? Do they comment about what you have on? I've told this to several couples, but this... They were two couples out to eat, and one of the men of one of the couples asked the lady of the other couple, says, what kind of perfume do you have on? She said, oh, you like it? He said, what's the name of it? Well, finally, she told him what the name of it was. He turns to his wife and said, don't buy none of that. (laughs) You know, good, loving, Do, do like people. Uh, you know, they, do they like you on that? Loving people. Okay, the letter O is for obedient. Always, listen, willing to help. Wrapped in those clothes, it just invites you to say, hey, I will help you. I will come by your side and, and do what you ask me to do. It's also the letter T is trusting. Those clothes were trusting. They wrapped Jesus up in those clothes because they trusted those clothes to wrap that baby in to keep it warm. And I remember when our boys was born and seeing them all of a sudden, boom, y'all, didn't have a stitch of clothes on. And that nurse just wrapped it up in nice warm blanket and then handed the baby to me. Wow. Good, clean, smelling, dry clothes. Trusting, trying. The letter H is for humble, meekness, submissive. Wrapped in that kind of clothes, humble, submissive, loving, reaching out, offering to help. Also, those clothes, are they easy to get along with? Are they real scratchy? I like good soft clothes, not scratchy clothes. What kind of clothes do you have on this morning when you think about when people come to check out First Baptist? Also, those clothes makes a baby feel safe, safe and warm. When I think about that, I think about the security blankets. You know, the only time we could wash, the only time we could wash our boys' security blankets is after they were dead asleep. And then you'd ease it out and go wash it and dry it and take it back. I am soon to be 72 years old. And in the basement, spread out on the uh, sewing machine, is my security blanket that someone made many, many years ago. I still have the blanket. No, I should have brought that and drug it around this morning, but uh, I didn't. My security is in the Lord Jesus Christ, okay? And I, I am wrapped in the, the security of his love, his grace, and his mercy. Well, the Bible says uh, that they came and they saw the baby. And they saw he was wrapped in swaddling cloths. But then the Bible says that he was laying in a manger. 
The church house, okay? This is our manger. This is where we come on a given Lord's day. And listen, you know, I can't imagine people who don't come to church, where they are today, what are they thinking, and listen, you know, there will be people die today and be carried off to the mortuary that's probably never been in church, never heard Jesus, or never accepted Christ as their Savior, and they're in hell right now. But I thank God for you who have come to the manger today, who have come to God's house today to worship a true and living God, the church house. When I think about that, it's a place of peace. So let's think about the Lord's house as a manger, okay? Again, I just take the word manger. Is our church house, our manger messy or is it magnificent? You know, I watch people, okay, and I try to, uh, to set an example. Would you bend over and would you pick up a Kleenex, a used Kleenex? Ooh, you crazy? Ain't no telling who had messed with that. Yeah, but what you gonna do when the, the guests arrive and they see things like that that nobody has picked up? Okay, is our house, is our manger messy? Or is it a magnificent uh, house? Is it always inviting? You know, hey, I love Christmas time. I love the decorations. And, and listen, I don't know about you. I just wanted to sit and cry tears of joy as I watched from right here all the way over here of all the little children sitting across the front. That's our church, y'all. That's our church of tomorrow. First Baptist is not dead. She is very much alive with little children. Yeah, hey, it's confusing up here. It's confusing. But I hope you're not one of those babies who whine. Just look at them. They're all over the place. There's no control over them. Just look. Well, I tell you what, buddy. You volunteer to help lead these little guys. And then I believe you'll go back to picking up the... Kleenexes. Yeah, you, you'll go back to doing that. Oh, his diaper's dirty. Well, change it. Hey, I changed my boy's diapers. I tell him, I said, look, I changed your diapers. Now, you might have to, that thing might be reversed before this life's over. <laughs> so don't you worry, Daddy. You get where you can't take care of yourself. We're going to put you in the best rest home we can find. <laughs> Hallelujah. Give me about a 95-ounce Mountain Dew and a, and a box of, of Depends, and I'll be ready to go. <laughs> hey. <coughs> is our house messy, or is it magnificent? Is it always inviting? Or is our manger neglected? Is it neglected? Well, we pay so-and-so to clean this. Uh, I want you to look what a mess. Well, do something to help them. Let's keep it looking good. Is it graceful? Is it beautiful? I think we're, God is really blessed here. And I, I think when I look back uh, of how it used to be before we did all the renovations, and I am so glad for the planners who were on that committee who said, hey, Let's take the old windows out and preserve them and put them back in our new building. I mean, hey, they're, they're, guys, listen, there is no telling 
what just one of these windows would cost today to build it like that. I think she's beautiful, don't you? I think she's a beautiful manger. She's also an enduring manger. Through the years, hey, we're headed toward 200 years old. And we're still enduring the things that God has blessed us with here. I say this way, she's radiant also. She's reflects the love of God. When we think of that manger that held baby Jesus there, wrapped in swaddling claws, and Mary and Joseph looking on, and those shepherds, those smelly shepherds, why didn't he go to the kings and announce it? Hey, he went to the lowly shepherds out tending to the sheep. You know, I think today, many of us as pastors think, well, that ain't my job. Let me tell you, my job here is anything that needs to be done. If I can do it, I want to be a part of it. Hey, this is my family. This is the manger that God has given us. And we need to take care of this thing. Radiant, reflecting the love of God. It's also this manger, and last of all, uh, is a refuge. Is a refuge. You know, uh, shepherds, they tend to the flock. That's my job. That's my responsibility. But my shepherd is the Lord Jesus Christ who guides and who guards shepherds, pastors, deacons, everyone. When we think of what the care ministry is, Christians actively reaching everyone. It's your and it's my responsibility. So let's go. Let's go check out First Baptist What will they see when they come? I hope they'll see a beautiful manger with beautiful people wrapped in the love of God for God's glory and for God's honor. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the privilege to call you our Father. Thank you for the privilege to stand in this place today. And God, I thank you for giving me the strength today to be able to stand before my people, Lord, who I love and who I know loves me and prays for me. And Lord, I pray for any person in this room right now that might be lost, never accepted you as their Savior. God, I pray that you'd have mercy on their soul today and bring them to a saving knowledge of you. Lord, if those are some here that consider joining today, I pray that you'd give them the courage to come forward. Lord, I just want to thank you for your love, for your grace, and your mercy. Lord, I pray that you bless in whatever is accomplished in this time of invitation today. And Lord, we'll thank you and praise you for all you do for us, for we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to stand.